millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Caravan of Garbage because we are here to talk about one of the all-time classics. Some people call it the greatest video game to movie adaptation of all time. And maybe, but... <laughs> I mean, it's not its not impossible, but what a field. What a field to be the head of, you know? Yeah. And even then, is it? I don't think it is, to yeah. be honest. I like the new Tomb Raider. I think that's probably up there it's for not, me. It's not bad, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Det- are you a Detective Pikachu fan? Not especially. Uh, okay. Assassin's Creed is the most boring. That is the most boring. Mm, so that's an, that's an achievement of sorts, isn't it? And I guess that's the thing about this movie is... First of all, we're covering it for a couple of reasons. Mortal Kombat is coming back with another live-action movie reboot. With a vengeance. With a vengeance. They're going to get you all. (laughs) That's right. Specifically. (laughs) And also, of course, Paul W.S. Anderson, who directed this... He's directing the new Monster Hunter movie. Yeah, and probably some more Resident Evil films at probably some point. Probably at some point. See, here's the thing about that guy. I quite like a lot of his movies. Why? Event Horizon. That's not why. <laughs> Death Race. I like okay, your first sure. Death Race. Uh-huh. Yep. I like some of the Resident Evil movies or parts of some of the Resident mm. Evil movies. Uh-huh. And you know what? This is, I mean, th- it is Mortal Kombat, isn't it? It is certainly closer than, say, the previous year's Street Fighter to yeah. its to its origin and its its its, its uh, video game roots. Yeah, uh huh. And you know, people just screaming catchphrases and the names of who they are, or somebody screaming the names of who they are. Yep, uh huh. You know what I mean? All the greats. All the greats, exactly. I mean, it's it's also very dated. There's a lot of like chroma key sky replacement yeah, for sure, and like morphing and mullets. The CGI is a real mixed bag, and by mixed bag, I mean mostly terrible. Have, uh, having rewatched this yesterday, I I only just remembered that this movie 
has an appearance from Reptile, one of the Outworld ninjas. Yeah. Uh, and in his Reptile form, he looks like uh, a 3DO mascot. <laughs> the old video game system, 3DO? Yeah. Gex. I was going to say he looks like Gex on crack. Like, that's sure. what he looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Well, they also didn't know at the not time. Not good is how Gex not would good. look on crack. That's he would right. look bad. He's not Out of a- place in a major motion picture. <laughs> this feels like... Cause this He's is like a, wearing a suit. This is a new line production. Yeah. And it does feel absolutely, like, dead on with most new line stuff of the 90s that kind of like before it's Lord dark of the Rings, and grainy yeah. and just that were like this and like Dungeons and Dragons I think they did yeah uh-huh. just ugh. yeah but that being said I think also there's a lot of craft in this which of course is limited by what you could do at the time there's moments where like Scorpion's you know uh, harpoon comes out of his hand and there's like a few seconds where I'm like it's not it's okay. That's an interesting take because in the game, obviously, he just throws like a like a dagger or a spear with a rope on the end. Yeah. Of it. And in this, they were like, let's just say like a nightmare dragonfly <laughs> snake creature that lives screams. in his hand and it screams. <laughs> also, if you miss and hit a tree, it dies. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's a separate entity, I yeah. guess. Uh-huh. But yeah. Also, uh, they decided that in this movie that Scorpion only speaks... In variations of his catchphrase, get over here. So sometimes he might say, get down here. Get back here. That's Ed Boon. He's doing it. Ah, yep. A creator of Mortal Kombat, or one of. I think also there is some very good casting in this and some not as good casting. And some bad casting? Some bad casting. I think Liu Kang is excellently cast. Yeah. He later returns in a number of... um Death Race movies. Oh, yeah, he does because too. Because I, I guess he and W.S. Anderson are friends. Of course so. he does. Shang Tsung is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that that's the standout performance from this, right? There's there's so many lines from this which then are folded into like other Mortal Kombat games and media and things Your like that. Your soul is mine. Your soul is mine. Your brother's soul is mine. Did that he... guy's soul also mine. <laughs> How come he gets the souls at the end of the fight? I think you it's greedy. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you have a pizza and there's the last bit and someone's like, yeah, I'll have it. No, I'll give it to me. Yeah, it's the guy. It's like, no, we're being yeah. polite, idiot. Well, there's still one piece of pizza. Yeah, but nobody soul. wanted it. Nobody, nobody wanted, wanted it. this soul. Nobody wanted the soul. So I guess I'm, what's God got to take the soul? I'll take the soul. <laughs> You're exactly right. And this, it's interesting that this, the top, because obviously the plot of Mortal Kombat is that there is a martial arts tournament between Earth and the Outworld, the the mysterious yeah. uh, uh, evil realm. And if they, if the if the forces of Outworld defeat the forces of Earth, then Outworld gets to take over Earth. So the the good guys got to win in this tournament. Yes, it, it's a. It's interesting. There's so much to, to, to unpack about the tournament, I think. But I think the number one is that there is a very rapid escalation between just like a couple of dudes fighting on a beach with sticks. <laughs> and then, like, a day later, you have to fight like a four armed Goliath monster, you know? Just, just, yeah, on a precipice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah, they're just like on a beach and there's some sticks. And then it's like, you're in a forest randomly sure. and now you're in hell. It's sure, just like. Yeah. Okay, I'd be more worried if I went to hell. I'd be like, if I win this, am I stuck here? If I kill him, do I live here now? Right, yeah, yeah. You know? You'd be asking a lot of questions as somebody's chasing you with a flaming skull <laughs> or a dragonfly snake. <laughs> exactly. What they actually aim to do in this, I was watching some behind-the-scenes stuff, where they're like, Hong Kong action movies are terrible. Like, the lighting's bad and they're cast weirdly and they don't look good. That's what they were saying. This is what they were saying. This, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but this is it, right? But they're like, but the action's good. So what we want to do, we want to combine Hollywood filmmaking techniques, but we're going to we're gonna borrow their action. So we're going to combine it. We're going to take the best element. We're going to take the only good thing they can do because everything else is utter dog shit. And we're going to make the best movie ever made. But I would argue that the martial arts in this is 
Well, clearly some people can do it and some people cannot. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, some people are just acting. That's but right. Yeah, this, this was not the movie that broke Hong Kong martial arts action into the West, into, into Hollywood. No. That was The Matrix four years later. I was going to say that was the movie Face Off. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, this is, again, they, they tried, yeah. but they just they weren't in the right mindset. They weren't, they, they weren't I guess... I mean, they said, you know, they were like, well, we've seen a few of these Hong Kong action movies, but clearly they hadn't, like, absorbed what made them yeah. great and, uh, you know, the long continuous shots and uh, the long combinations of moves and stuff like that. Clearly they were just like, get a guy to sort of do a cartwheel off a rock or whatever. <laughs> exactly. That's what these movies are about. Well, because this was Paul uh, W.S. Anderson's first major movie, he would film the fights in one continuous shot and he would tire out all the actors and it had to be, like, people pull him aside and be like... This is not how you do it. Like, you film in, in pieces. So he was right. He was, well, but I think also when you just, you know, film everything wide yeah. and it's not choreographed that well, yeah. it doesn't look great, does it? But really? I guess in the sense that, that, again, going back to The Matrix, there was a lot of training for those movies. There was months and months of martial arts training and endurance training. So it was like, yeah. okay, let's do 10 movies in a row and, and film it like that. Yeah. Whereas in this, I guess they were just like... Can you sort of do a sweep kick? Yeah. There's some really poor sweep kicks in this, Mason. Have you seen these? Johnny Have Cage? I seen this movie? Yeah, I know. You've said Johnny Cage does one early on, and then Sonya Blade does one later. Well, hey, Lyndon Ashby, who plays Johnny Cage, is a professional martial artist. I don't believe you. Do you see those big... He's doing those... <laughs> no, he's spin, doing some he's stuff, He's doing those yeah. spin and roundhouse kicks. Yeah, but you're I right. guess, again, like, I think there is also a difference between being a professional martial artist and making that look spectacular for the screen. Absolutely. That's not yeah. entirely out... That's not entirely in your hands. And if, if yeah, you were like... You're right. All right, I'll do one to warm up. And then they're like, okay, that's done. <laughs> we've, done we've got the take. Out you go, kind of thing. You'd yeah. be like, you know... Exactly. Not everything goes to plan when you're trying to spin kick a giant Muppet. <laughs> You need some time to get used to that. But if they're just like, we'll do one and leave, then yeah. you're kind of stuck. They're absolutely right. Question for you. Did Liu Kang's brother make it all the way to the end of the tournament? Because he's fine. Because it's a bit vague. I mean, you, I know because you can challenge anybody at any time or whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, did he get all the way or was it like round one? Well, you're I mean, fighting we, Shang Tsung. We only... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> can I fight Goro at least first, please? <laughs> well, I mean... Did the, he get through Goro? Like, he couldn't have. I think that what we see at the start of the movie is... it's Well, it's a dream sequence. Yeah. And I think it is just... Uh, I think it is... It's either uh, it's either part of Liu Kang's imagination or it is part of a spooky message sent from Shang Tsung oh, okay, to Liu right. Kang. So I don't... Th- I think maybe he would just... I think maybe he just um, fell off that balcony onto the Mortal Kombat logo full of spikes, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the fight, like at lunchtime, <laughs> like he, hadn't, he didn't even get into the, he didn't even get into the martial arts part. He was at that big feast, and they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna part the tables or whatever. We're gonna bring in the the sweaty, shirtless, oiled, masked <laughs> men to tip all the tables." And he's like, oh, "I want to see how this plays out." And he just falls on a spike, or he just gets pinned under a table. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So there's also uh, a couple of people in this, namely uh, Shang Sun and Liu Kang, who don't know what a flawless victory is. They claim flawless victory. When, they, when it's clearly not, there's been like a number of kicks and or punches. That connected without blocking and <laughs> yeah. without the loss of any of their life bars. They should have said regular victory. They should have said regular victory, yeah. By the skin of their teeth, victory. Mm, that's correct. Punch them in the balls, then a victory. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Also, speaking of it, we, we, uh, we you know, are talking about the action a lot, but really that's all this movie is. <laughs> what, what, else, what else we got? The acting? Uh, I don't think so. I uh, don't think so. Um, got him, got him. Got him, we got him. Uh, there's a lot of like... 
the heroes punching a villain or whatever yeah. and then just taking a few steps back and waiting to see how it plays out. <laughs> At one point, Johnny Cage does his signature, I'll do the splits and I'll punch Goro in the nuts. Yeah. And then he just runs away yeah, yeah, yeah. and gives Goro time to fully recover and then fights him on a, on a, on a, on a, a rocky outcropping. I would argue that he didn't fully recover. He punched him in his two dicks and four balls, presumably. <laughs> true, I, yeah. I presume that's his setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Goro, though, because I guess if you're going to say that there's one thing like special effect that you can take away from this. It's it's the Goro animatronic rig that took between like 13 and 17 people to operate and it barely worked. But it's it's mostly convincing, but it also looks like this is just going to tip over. He's <laughs> got a very odd centre of gravity, doesn't he? It's yeah. amazing that he... I, here's the thing, though. He's also Prince Goro. Yes. And we never see him fight anyone before this movie. So I think maybe... He just got on there because his dad was a king or whatever. <laughs> right, and he's, okay, and he's yeah. wanted. In, in this, before he fights Johnny Cage, he just beats up a regular man in, yes. uh, or, a, you know, regular martial artist in an arena. And Oh, that guy, when everyone's like, that guy. It's the guy, that right? Guy, no. That champion, he's Mr. Champion guy. <laughs> no. And flawless then, victory. Flawless victory. But then he beats him after some amount of trouble. And then he's, Goro's like, yes, I've done it. I reckon that was his first real win. <laughs> he just looks threatening. He's one of those guys who looks really big yeah. and, and, and dangerous, so nobody ever actually tries to fight I him. I think you might absolutely be right. I think in his kingdom, you know, he's, he's like a... A real oddball with a with an odd center of gravity. Yeah, and so like no one wants to. All fight the other him. Goros like distract him. One Goro distracts him, and the second Goro sits, you know, crouches down behind him, and the first Goro pushes him over. <laughs> That's right, exactly. We're speaking about everybody going like no. A lot of that. There's there's a there's a great deal of people absolutely now not getting along, and then at the end they realize they're all the best of friends and in love. Did you, you, mean you notice like that? Sonia and Buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever his name is. The, Mr. Carry My Bags. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Carry My Bags. Mr. Mr. Johnny Cage. Sonia's acting uh, uh, tip, I think, was... I think Paul W.S. Anderson would just like... Just scowl with disdain at... Ev- sneer with disdain at everything. Yeah, absolutely. this entire movie. Also, there's a scene where we're going to tie you up and tease your hair. Just tease That's it right a, out. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I uh, remember that shot when it pans up the tower and you see her in there and it's just she's clearly on a weird green screen. Yeah. I loved it. I was like, this <laughs> I is... I loved all the parts where they're climbing... A massive tower, but it was just a green screen. <laughs> Johnny Cage loses his bags down a massive green screen. He certainly it's does. Pretty yeah. great, right? That's it. So we get a number of classic characters, including Sub Zero, right? Mm-hmm. Who is under the influence of Shang Tsung along. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia... 
cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 
100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I didn't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. With Scorpion, not that that matters at all. It's like hinting at a backstory which is filled out in some video games which you may have played going into this. But I would have preferred the entire backstory laid out. <laughs> okay, well, actually, um, um, Scorpion thinks that uh, Sub-Zero killed uh, his, his family. It was but actually it was, Quan Chi. It, it was, was revealed Qu- in uh, Mortal Kombat 4. That was the first... Uh, that this was, is years later, yeah, by the way. They took it into the fighting games, into Mortal Kombat, into the 3D realm. It was actually it was a different kind of style. It wasn't the photorealism that they'd used prior. <laughs> yeah. It was a big departure from Mortal Kombat trilogy. Cut for time. Also, those games hadn't come out yet. Yes, but, exactly. Uh, yeah, you're right. Mm. Uh, uh, Sub Zero, um, he follows the uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender movie version of preparing for a fight. Ah, oh, yes. Whereas yes. you just stand there for a really long time <laughs> while you summon your energies, and your opponent could probably literally do anything to you while yeah. while you were summoning a, like a little ice ball or whatever. Exactly, and also his weakness, uh, as we find out from Katana, is you can throw some water at him, but also. No time for this riddling around where it's like <laughs> you must use the element which is close, whatever it is. I can't remember. She gives him a riddle when they're fighting. It's what brings life. That's Defeating right, exactly. Life, yeah. yeah. Which is water, dirt, vitamin sun. pills, sun, <laughs> family. You must defeat him with your family. <laughs> Circle him and hit him with brooms. Uh-huh. <laughs> so just, yeah, just like. like My boys? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, like, he pointed to his balls, everybody. But uh, Shang Tsung knows that she's, like, betraying him and can't hear what she's saying. Just tell him, just, like, throw a bucket of water at him, mate. Just chuck a bucket of water at him. It's like... Unbelievable, yeah. Is Scorpion a big fan of Johnny Cage? Because that's how I took it. You know when Scorpion exploded? Yes. Uh, and then you see the photo of Johnny Cage signed for a second, and it's not what it's supposed to be. I thought Scorpion was a massive fan. And he'd been carrying and that, that sign photo around for years, maybe. But, uh, Before he was turned into a... De- <laughs> what happened is, obviously, uh, he was murdered yes. by, by the Lin Kuei uh, ninjas. No, it was Quan Chi, mate. Yeah, all right, it. fine, whatever. Uh, and, and Mortal Kombat for. And he's being dragged down to hell. There's a demon who's like, you can bring one thing with you. And he's like, my side photo of Johnny Cage, please. I'll take it. Uh, What's well, yeah? So, but it's actually Johnny Cage's friendship. It is, yeah, it is. that is true. Two, I guess. I'd imagine it was Mortal Kombat two. Probably two. Probably two. Yeah. Also, if you want to beat Goro, just do continuous jump kicks. <laughs> That's how you do it in the game. That's yeah. how you do it in real life. You That's topple right. that that guy right over, mate. I love uh, Raiden's catchphrase. I don't think so. I love it too. He, he maybe uses it three times, and of course, the movie culminates with the appearance of. His name Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn. Yeah. Where he's as big as a tower and he's like, I've come for your souls. I don't think so. And then there's the pose. Now, I know there's a sequel to this movie, which we will talk about uh, next. But how's that fight got to go, really? Like, if they had to make a proper sequel and not a bad sequel, uh-huh. you're going to well, fist fight him? Yeah, you're they would have clamped cl- it up. <laughs> like Shadow of the Colossus? Punched him in the ears. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right, yeah. The soundtrack, uh, we had a debate prior to this oh, yes. uh, recording. 
I said it was a massive success, and you were like, it wasn't a massive success. I yeah, no, look, well, Wikipedia's told me mm. that it wasn't a massive success, but I mean that uh, does not gel with my experience with it as a kid, which was that it was everywhere all the time. Yeah. And everybody loved it. Go into an arcade, it's play. In a way, James. Mm. Uh, it was the imagine of our time. It really was, wasn't it? brought it? people together. Can you imagine how different the year 2020 would have been mm. if Gal Gadot had gone and posted <laughs> on Instagram a video of herself like looking sort of beatifically at the camera and then going, and then Kristen Wiig like, Mortal Kombat! I think this is controversial because I know it's beloved and it was the first EDM record to ever receive a platinum certification in the United States. but. It's a bit much. <laughs> Is it really? Maybe I'm just getting old, but it's just like, it's from the second it starts. Yes. It's just like unrelenting. It's like being waterboarded. We're talking specifically about the single, yes. which is called Techno Syndrome <laughs> by the Immortals, which people know as the theme to Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which was in a couple of the games, it was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I know but, it's blasphemy yeah, to say that. But, but it is, like, it is... it is. It's like sideways hail hitting you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's just, like, coming well, at what you. What I'd forgot, because I hadn't listened to it in a while, what I've forgotten that is, in addition to being the bam, 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 there's just, there's there's samples of all the character names from, oh, the, yeah. from the game. There's the, the announcer saying, test your might. There's just constantly that effort of, like, somebody being hit, where it's like, uh, 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 That's uh, what I mean. It's right? a bit much. <laughs> it's Incredible. Yeah. So this, though, it's interesting because it does inform a lot of what is to come in Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. So cast members, of course, have cameoed in, like, Mortal Kombat 11. They they come back and they voice and they get, like, kind of reskinned. Mm-hmm. And there's also things in lore that have been changed. I think Kano was originally supposed to be Japanese, but because he's played Australian... Ish. Which I, yeah, well, I think Paul W.S. Anderson thought that the actor who played him was Australian... And that's why he's Australian. But I think he might actually be British in this. I can't okay. tell what they're doing. But Paul up, W.S. Anderson was like, so you're Australian, huh? Let's, we're thinking about <laughs> giving you a bigger role and your character will be Australian. This guy's like, yeah, governor. Absolutely. That's an Australian expression, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely. Absolutely yeah. it is. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe the character's name originally was Kane and they're like, well... Kano. Kano, Kano, mate. So I uh, got some Mortal Kombat trivia here, but uh, the trivia is with a K. So it's Mortal Kombat trivia. Okay, great. <laughs> you happy with that? I'm very happy with it. Yeah, good. So Van Damme actually turned down the role of Johnny Cage to appear in the Street Fighter movie, which of course makes sense because they wanted to model the original Mortal Kombat game around Van Damme. That was yeah, the idea. Johnny Cage is sort of a fading martial arts superstar. Hmm. Is is in many ways reminiscent or, or modelled on on Van Damme. Yeah, which is interesting because Van Damme then later went on to be in the movie JCVD, where in fact he is yeah. a failing version of himself. Exactly. Yeah. I want to play that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg was a fan of the game and was supposed to cameo. He couldn't make it, but of course there is the director who's like, "We need you, Johnny Cage." He just he looks like Spielberg. Mm-hmm, yeah, Spielberg, of course, uh, went on to cameo as himself in Austin Powers Three. So you know, dreams come true. <laughs> That's right. uh, He's like, oh, I guess I'll be in this renowned fr- comedy <laughs> franchise. Sean Connery was the first choice to play Raiden. Connery, however, turned down the role as he wanted to play golf and wasn't interested in a physical role. Uh, but, of course, we get Christopher Lambert. He didn't want to do that one time where he flipped Liu Kang. <laughs> yeah, just the once. Well, that's the thing. So Christopher Lambert was the highest-billed cast member. He was paid the most. Also, he flew himself out 
on set because he was only supposed to do like the in-studio appearances. Okay. And he doesn't do much fighting, if any. Mm. But apparently he was like really gracious and really kind of brought like like up to the production kind of situation. He kind of made everyone feel more at ease. I think he's good as Raiden. I, I like so him. too, yeah. Brings a, there's a bit of a wink and a nod, you know what I mean? There really is. Yeah. And he didn't come back for the sequel, if I recall. So. No, James Remar. Ah, from Sex right. and the City. That's right. Uh, and no other things. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, Cameron Diaz was cast after producers saw her dailies from The Mask. However, Diaz broke her wrist during training, so she had to drop out. Oh. So they did train for this, some of them. <laughs> Seems that there way. There you go. Speaking of training, I do have some questions about the Mortal Kombat tournament. Here we go. Is there some sort of magical reason they can't tell the participants from Earth that they need to beat this tournament to save the world? Like prior to immediately inviting yeah, okay, them to yeah, it. Because yeah. like nobody knows what they're walking into, Like, right? maybe you could have said, hey, in 10 years, mm. you know, this thing happens once in a generation. Well, maybe you could get good at this so the world doesn't end. Yeah, I guess Liu Kang sort of knows, but he doesn't believe it, even though he saw it in his mind. You know what would have helped him? What was that? Raiden showed up and was a lightning man. Maybe then... <laughs> Luke Kang would believe in the powers of people with lightning. And, like, trained him how to do, like, his, his like... Signature fireball, yeah. And kicks and stuff. Mm. Remember he did that kick? I remember he did a kick. He's good, man. He's doing some good martial arts, that dude. He knows what he's doing. Uh, Anyway, back to Krivia. Um, (laughs) So according to the actor who played Johnny Cage, Lyndon Ashby, the medic on set in LA also acted as a set security guard, and the man took his job very seriously. When Tom Cruise happened to be in the area and came to take a look at the set, the medic sent him off... Since Cruise wasn't in the movie. Nice. Even blocking some Tom Cruise, mate. Right. He's the Johnny Cage of this era, I think, maybe. He is, yeah. Yeah, I think he is. He gains his power from the Shadow Realm. He's a <laughs> he's long descendant of, of, of some sort of demonic force. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, also, there's been a number of kind of spin-offs and situations that spawn just from this movie alone, right? Mm-hmm. So there was an in-betweenquel animated movie called Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins, which was released before as, like, a primer to be like, get ready for Mortal Kombat. Anyway, you won't understand this movie if you don't <laughs> read this, if you don't see this. I, uh, it's, it's set on the... There's these dudes and they fight. You you won't even you don't even know, mate. So it's bad, and it's set on the boat on the way to the tournament. Oh, like and that episode of Dracula. Exactly. Like that episode of Dracula. There's also some moments where they put in some uh but then there's a bunch of like three D stuff. Oh yeah. Atrocious. And also there was, I believe, a Mortal Kombat live on stage production of some sort, right? I think some of them it might have been the guy who played Kano reprised his role. Cool. I might be wrong. And there was Mortal Kombat on Ice. Was it all Sub-Zero? Yeah. Great. The dancing Sub-Zeros, yeah. Just pirouettes. Mm, yeah, Just yeah. again and again. And there was Mortal Kombat in a pit of fire. <laughs> what? It was all stuntmen in scorpion suits just burning alive. Dangerous. It was very dangerous. But that's Mortal Kombat, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what I think also? It's a PG-13 movie, but it's not entirely toothless. They get around a lot of the deaths by being like, ah, oh, you can cut through like a scorpion because he's a skeleton man and who cares? Yeah, right, uh-huh. But you don't see like a lot of people super impaled. I mean, you know, you see the bad guy get super impaled, but not super Mortal Kombat impaled. <laughs> sure, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to cap this off, quickly after this movie's box office success, Paul W.S. Anderson was asked by New Line to helm the sequel, but he had his mindset on doing something completely different, which is why he did Event Horizon, and he later expressed some regret over not being involved with the making of Annihilation, which he disliked, and it was one of the reasons why he remained involved the making of the Resident Evil movies because he wanted to shepherd the franchise. <laughs> so lessons were learnt, Mason. So his his whole deal was, uh, I want to be at the helm of the Resident Evil movies 
because if I don't, they'll be really, really bad and I just want them to be kind of bad. That's right. And also only some of them. Because <laughs> he only does some of them. That's right. Anyways, this has been Mortal Kombat 1995 Mortal Kombat. Uh, the next episode, we'll be back to talk about Annihilation, I guess. Great. Um, Can't wait to talk about those weird spheres they get into if they want to whiz around the tunnels that exist under the earth. I don't remember. I've only seen pieces of it, but I remember hating it. It's the worst. Good. Uh, but if you do want to see that early or any of these videos early, you can go to bigsandwich.co and sign up. Bloody give it a look, mate. We've got early podcasts there. We've got bonus podcasts we do, don't we, Mason? That's right. We've got movie commentaries there. We've got too many things there. And just also, enough things. Just You're probably right. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we do have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That comes out every Monday morning. Bloody check that out if you want. Please do. All right, thanks for watching this, though. Greatly appreciated. Uh, grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. It's just it's a it's a lot. Right. That's what I'm saying. You could have like have some build up, yeah, have yeah. some low points. Who do you think would have said test your might? Do you think it would have been Will Ferrell or Pedro Pascal in the video? In the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pedro Pascal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, good. Be good one. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.